What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Rise podcast. I'm your host, JP Singer, and this is the show where we talk about self-growth, resiliency, and creating your dream life. Welcome back to the show, guys. Super stoked to have you here, and I have a really great topic today that I want to cover because a few weeks back, I posted on Facebook about some topic ideas that you guys might want to hear on the show. And I had a decent amount of people reply with some great topics, but one of the ones specifically spoke to me right now because I think it's kind of a time where this really applies to a lot of people. And so the topic that I want to cover today is how to bounce back from setbacks. I thought that would be great to talk about, especially this time of the year during the holidays when a lot of people do get set back whether it's with their exercise and diet routine, taking too much time off from their work, losing motivation, whatever it is, I think we've all been there, myself included. Actually, in the last few weeks, it's been more of a struggle for me to really wake up and attack the day. You know, I've been feeling a bit lethargic in the mornings. I'm starting work later. I kind of sat in bed drinking my coffee longer than I know I should have. But ultimately, I know that's just a temporary setback in the grand vision of what I'm trying to do and my goals. And I think that's the most important thing here is that really having the correct mindset around your goals is going to be the difference maker. I think when it comes to setbacks, there are some people who can take it as a learning lesson and grow from it and come back stronger. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who let it completely throw them off track or completely, you know, they stop their goals entirely. And that's not what I want. So obviously, this is a topic that I deeply care about, given the fact that the name of this show is called the Resilient Rise podcast. And to be resilient means to be able to bend when pressure is applied, but be able to return back to the original state. So obviously, throughout my life, I've dealt with many challenges, and I have overcome them and not let them completely deter me from my ultimate goals. So I just want to share some of the kind of the tips and the mindset that I've created around setbacks that hopefully can help you to uh, approach the challenges that you come across in your life and apply these things and get through it quicker and get through it with a with a stronger mindset. So I think the first thing in all of this is really understanding what kind of person you are. So no matter who you are, resiliency is going to be required over the long term to reach your goals because there will be setbacks. It's never going to be perfect. So first, understand that your journey will not be perfect. Secondly, ask yourself, are you the type of person who expects it to be perfect? Because a lot of people are. Are you somebody who sets a goal and then sees a perfect vision in your head for how it's going to go? You have the perfect plan. You're going to execute it perfectly. And then as soon as it doesn't go your way, you think that something is wrong. And so you completely pivot or you move on to something else. I've certainly been there before in my life. Or alternatively, you can be someone who makes a goal and you understand that there are going to be multiple challenges. There are going to be hardships, obstacles, and of course, setbacks. And so you prepare yourself to be resilient through each of them and know that when they happen, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. You're just going through part of the process. So which person are you? And be honest about this. Most people, from what I've observed, or I should say most people who uh, continuously set goals, 
have a setback and then give up. Think like the first example. They are all or nothing people, right? They expect things to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, they think it's just a complete failure. They want to do things perfectly. And if they don't think that there is a perfect way to do it, or they don't do it perfectly, that there's no hope. And that's it. Recognize yourself in this and be honest, because if you are this type of person, it's extremely important to establish that first. Because once you recognize that pattern, then you're able to change it. Alternatively, if you are somebody who thinks like the second example, and you know there's going to be challenges, and you prepare yourself for that, then you're already in a great place to come back stronger from a setback. And it's just a matter of going through the process and understanding how you can best deal with it. So either you're a person who lets a setback completely throw you off track or completely stop, or you're somebody who knows setbacks are part of the equation and you just want to get better at dealing with them. So this is the first thing, is just understanding which type of person you are. Have that uh, self-realization. Be honest with yourself. Because once you establish that, it's going to be a lot easier than to go about this in a more productive way. So once you establish what type of person you are when it comes to setbacks, the next thing is to analyze the setback itself. So analyzing is to really take yourself out of the equation and try to look at the big picture. Try to look at things in a logical way. And for me, the easiest way to do this is to ask some simple questions. So number one, how much does this setback actually affect my overall goal? Is this really something that could deter me from achieving what I want? Or is this honestly just a small blip in the road? Second question, am I making this seem bigger than it actually is? We all do this one plenty of times, especially with anxiety. We make things seem bigger than they actually are before they even happen. So if something does happen, it can also be easy to really blow it out of proportion, especially when emotions are involved, right? When there's a lot of emotion, logic kind of goes out the window. So that's why it's important to really look at these questions objectively and answer them with logic. Am I making this seem bigger than it actually is? Number three, is this something that would be likely to happen to anyone with a similar goal? Understand that you're not alone in this and that this is not some super unique and horrible thing that has just happened to you and that most likely anyone who's been in a similar situation, whether it's your specific goal or even something similar, has probably been through it as well, right? So you're not alone and it's about understanding that this is part of the process. Number four, is this one instance, this one setback, really something that could stop me from being successful in the long term? Now, look, I know a lot of these questions can kind of seem similar, but it's just about speaking them in different ways so that your mind really connects all the dots and all the language to realize what's happening, right? So is this really something that could stop you? Like this setback, for whatever reason, just, yeah, it's really bad and it can completely stop you from your goals. That's probably most likely not true. Okay, so that's why this question is important. Is this actually something that could stop you? And then number five, incomplete honesty, should I let this stop me from continuing forward? So not only 
is it something that could stop me, but should I let it, right? Because most of the time, I think that there's generally always a way forward. So it's about asking yourself, should I let this stop me? Again, guys, the point of these questions are to just see the situation objectively. Try to remove the emotions and the guilt that come from making a mistake, that, that come from having a setback. Because usually when you use logic to analyze the situation, it's not as big of a setback as you might make it to seem, right? So if it's truly something that will pre- uh, prevent you from continuing to move forward, then you can probably figure that out by answering these questions honestly. That's the key here. Answer them honestly. But most likely, 99% of the time, that's not going to be the case, right? You're going to answer these questions. You're going to realize, okay, it's not that big of a deal. It's part of the process. How do I move on? Additionally, outside of asking if the setback is going to stop you, ask yourself if it's something you should allow to last longer than it should. So a great example is if somebody who's following a diet makes a bad choice on Friday and they feel like, you know, they failed for the day. Maybe they ate a bag of chips or something. Oftentimes, they just say, screw it. And they allow that mistake to last the whole weekend, you know, eating bad food, not exercising, what have you, and then promising to start again on Monday. So you need to ask yourself, is this setback something that should last longer than it actually is? Because most of the time, no. Most of the time, you're being dramatic about the situation and you're blowing it out of proportion. So that's why these questions are so important because it brings awareness to the fact that a setback does not need to be such a huge thing. You know, the classic saying, don't make a mountain out of a molehill. It's so true. Love cliches because they're so true. So it's the ability to understand and play the long game where you can really get ahead. Even when you do mess up, and I say when, not if, because you're probably going to, it ties directly to the last episode that I released on the podcast about sustainability. If you understand and know that you won't be perfect, then it's easier to accept when you do make a mistake and not let it completely throw you off of your goal as a whole or let the mistake become bigger than it needs to be because you understand this is about playing the long game and that over the long term, it's about what you do most of the time. Not about what you do every single time. It's about what you do most of the time. And I know that this is a tough mindset to achieve, but it's a necessary one so that you can be resilient and you can bounce back. Now, what if the setback is a big thing? Okay, what if it's not just something small that you can shake off the next day? Then what happens? Well, first and foremost, still go through this list of questions. But then secondly, ask yourself what you can do in the situation. Is there still a route to move forward? even if more slowly than the other way that you originally had planned. And what would that look like? And also revisit your why. Why are you doing this in the first place? Is it something you truly care about and it's going to deeply affect your life if you succeed? Are other people counting on you? Can you afford to completely give up? Is there any way to move forward at all? Can you approach things differently? Is it worth continuing on? Very few times have all options been exhausted. So it usually comes down to a choice of if it's worth it. Can you envision your life without continuing forward from this setback? Would there be massive regret? 
many times there is always a way forward. You may just need to get a little bit creative in how you do it. So now you should understand what kind of person you are and you should understand what the setback actually is and how it affects the actual overall goal. So now that you've analyzed this, what do you do to get started again? So for this, I have a list of five things that I think are important for getting started again after a setback. Number one is giving yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up unless that tough love is what really motivates you. (laughs) I'm somebody who loves tough love to get motivated. So for me, I do beat myself up a bit, but I feel like I'm really in the minority here. So don't listen to that advice. I would say don't beat yourself up. Remember that you are a human and even the highest performers and the most successful people make mistakes and have setbacks. It's okay. What's not okay is to quit. The second thing is you need to take immediate action. Even if it's one thing positive that moves you forward, you need to start building momentum again because chances are after a mistake, your motivation, it's going to be at an all-time low. You're not going to feel like taking the necessary action that you need to do because you're in probably a mindset of failure. But if you can simply cultivate the willpower to do one positive thing, even that little momentum is likely to make you feel a lot better and feel in control of getting back on track. Don't let the mistake linger. Don't wait until Monday. The action does not need to be perfect. It just needs to be positive. It needs to be net positive. More of a good thing than a bad thing. Now, number three, remember that you are not starting from the beginning after a setback. Even if you make a very big mistake, you are still starting again with more knowledge and more wisdom. But likely, you are still starting again at a place that is much further ahead than where you initially began, okay? So you don't have to feel like you lost all of your progress or you lost everything that you worked towards up until that point because that's not the case. Now, number four is to use tools to create motivation. So maybe it's a motivational video. Maybe it's a podcast, music, a conversation with a loved one who's not going to baby you that's very important. You want to talk with someone who's not going to say that it's okay and and all of these other things and then not motivate you to do anything at all. You want to talk with someone who's going to motivate you. You need to use these tools to get yourself back into the right mindset and prep for action. Because like I said earlier, that motivation is probably going to be lacking. So use tools to create that motivation yourself and get started again. This is also why having a solid why is so important. Revisit the reason why you started this in the first place. Most likely that reason was coming from a very deep-rooted place that wants it very, very bad. Tap into that energy. That energy is very powerful because oftentimes in the thick of it, we forget the reason why we started. We forget the reason why we thought, hey, the pain of not having this is greater than you know, the pain of actually going through it. So remember that why. And then number five is to keep the momentum going by continuing to make more positive actions than negative. Even if your day is only 51% positive, that's still winning. You're not always going to have a 90% day. But as long as you are continuing to win, no matter how small, those wins will stack up and will continue to move you forward. 
And then finally, the last thing to do after you've taken positive action again and gotten back on track is to prepare yourself for future setbacks in your journey. So I guess this is kind of a bonus tip here. The best way to do this is to practice a resilient mindset, is to become the person from the first example that I shared who understands that setbacks and mistakes are a part of the journey. Practice a consistent but not perfect mindset and always think from the perspective of the solution and not the problem. You can do this through daily podcasts, self-development books, self-growth content on social media, surrounding yourself with mentors or coaches, any positive stimulus that puts you in the mindset to show up to challenges, continue carrying on, and most importantly, continuing to be resilient. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're going to have setbacks in our goals and in our life, and the difference between being a winner or a loser is gonna be how you handle them. So practice these things in your own life, and if you got value from the show today, All I ask is that you share it with one person that you think could benefit from this message. Really wanna try to grow this show and share the message with as many people as possible, but I really need your help to do that. As always, you guys can follow me on social media at underscore JP Singer on Instagram. And if you want to join my brand new weekly newsletter, head to my website, resilientrisemedia.com. There's a little sign-up form that you can opt in for, and I'm going to be sending you guys weekly motivation to keep you going. There's no spam. I have nothing to sell you. It's just another way to stay resilient. So thank you guys again for the continued support, and I will catch you in the next episode.